Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. This is episode 326. It is April 26, 2018. This is my first audio-only version after I made the switch. If you have, if you don't know what I'm referencing there, you can go back and listen to episode 325. Talk about sort of the switch that I'm, I'm making. I am thinking, so this is what I think I'm going to do. I'm, I'm fairly sold on this because I know some people still probably like listening on YouTube. I'm actually going to create a new channel on YouTube specifically for just this podcast. So I have the podcast episodes and all the places that you could want to listen, Android, iTunes, uh, tune in, but also over on YouTube. And they're going to be audio only versions over on uh, YouTube on a new channel. So that way, if uh, you want to subscribe over there and listen to them on YouTube music or, or something like that, then you can do that. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I don't have that set up yet, but when I do, I'll be sure and let you guys know. And again, as I mentioned, it's going to be probably twice a week that'll do the podcast. I may do it more if something comes up and, and so forth, but I really want to dive into doing an audio version for you guys and talk about things that aren't really tutorial based, which is sort of what my regular YouTube channel people tend to want to uh, talk about there. So as for me, the, the last few days have been pretty interesting, sort of diving back into doing the sort of heavy tutorial thing. One of the things that I'm, I'm kind of mulling over in my head right now and I got a question uh, from one of my Patreon supporters named Wim, and I'm going to go through that question in this episode because it talks about, I, I think it's sort of an emotional thing, and it has to do with this whole idea of getting work and, and moving into a career and sort of figuring out just the bigger picture type stuff, which is sort of the stuff I want to talk about on on this episode, but I, I I do want to also sort of give you guys some insight into what's going on with me and what's going on in my head and what's going on in, in my life and so forth because I think ultimately, you know, that makes for a good podcast and, and that's what, what, what people sort of want and it's certainly what I want to talk about too at, at different times. So like I said, the last few days have been pretty interesting going back into the hardcore tutorials and just sort of looking at how people respond and react and you know how well a particular video does versus another one and so forth i i sort of am feeling like my path forward i i really started out being this kind of php heavy guy like all the first stuff that i did was php what i was known for sort of early on on youtube was php in fact if you googled john morris php you would get like that search term would get more searches than just my own name, which is sort of interesting. And so that's sort of, again, how I started out, even though really from the beginning, I've always been sort of attached to WordPress. I've always sort of worked with WordPress. It, my PHP was always sort of in that contact context, but I never really got into doing much WordPress uh, sort of development on the channel until here uh, lately where I finally did a course and so forth. But another thing that I kind of I, I got into early on was freelancing and Upwork because that's really how I started out. My my Really, my career path has been almost purely freelancing, even... You know the 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 one tech job that I had it was some it was uh, a a company who I, I was a they were my client originally I worked for them as an employee for a year or two and they're actually back now to being a client and so 
none of the way that I always worked from home that whole time remote. It really was pretty pure, pretty, I mean, it was a freelancing sort of setup, really, even though I was considered an employee. So that's always sort of been where, where I've been. And I think it, I really do believe the more I do this, there's a different perspective. There's, it's a different person that wants to freelance versus someone who wants to get a job. I don't know. Certainly there are some people who's like, yeah, whatever, either way, or I want to do both. But I really do think that there are two pretty distinct groups of people that want to uh, get, just get a tech job versus who want to freelance. And the markets are also different. This is one of the things I sort of, I think why I butt heads with people when it comes to PHP, because PHP's market right now is, it really is in the free freelance realm. I mean, if you look, people are sort of right in the sense that if you look at the PHP job market compared to some of the, you know, Node or, or Python as a language or some of these other things that are sort of popular right now. Yeah. In the actual getting hired a tech job market, no PHP is sort of, it depends what you're talking about, but it's not the top, but it's also not the bottom. It's, it's popularity in that realm may be diminishing a, a little bit. But when you look at it from the perspective of freelance, from the perspective of how many actual individual sites run PHP, like that, that is still, it's still dominant there. It's still, you know, the usage statistics, the what you find on Upwork, all that sort of thing. Like I had a guy the other day uh, leave a comment and was talking about the the usage statistics and I thought that and he was talking about it in comparison to Python because if you go on Indeed and you Google Python there are about double the amount of jobs for Python as there are for PHP and he was sort of using that as a reference point to say look PHP is dying even though this this uh, usage statistics say this or that uh, the usage statistics don't actually count how many jobs are out there and available because you know someone could be running a site on PHP and they'll never hire somebody, right? Their their site gets almost no traffic and they'll never hire anybody in this, that, the other. And that very much is coming from the get a jo- tech job mentality. That's the the approach that's coming from because if you've done any sort of freelance, I don't know how many websites I've built using PHP and WordPress that that site never got any traffic ever. What do I care Right. I don't care about the amount of traffic that that site got, that that website got. All I care about ultimately is getting hired, doing well for the client, delivering on what they want me to deliver on. Like I care about the clients, but at the end of the day, it's not my job to get traffic to that website. And for someone to say most of those, uh, most of those websites don't get any traffic. So they're never going to hire anybody to make that sort of leap from one to the other. It, it illustrates that, that that person maybe hasn't done very much freelancing because I would say the majority of, of the websites I built for people were sites that either never got any traffic or got very, very little traffic. I still got paid the same. So that connection isn't like 100% solid. So again, I, I, I just sort of think overall the, the big point here is there's a difference between uh, sort of the get a tech job person and mentality and the freelance mentality. And I'm finding more and more that I personally 
am attracted to, and I don't mean in a romantic way, but I'm attracted to the kind of person who would want to freelance that entrepreneurial spirit. That's very much in me. I, I was always the person sort of growing up that was like, I cannot work a regular job. I can, this is not something that's a part of my DNA. Like this just does not work for me. And so I very much have that same sort of spirit about I'd rather make less money, but have more free time work from I'd rather make less money and work from home. I'd rather make less money, be able to hang out with my kids on a daily, all of that versus and I'm not concerned about job security. Not really. I get it's there, of course, but that's not my number one priority. And that's a very different mentality, I think, than from someone who wants to just get a regular tech job. Not that they're bad people and freelancers are greater. It's just more in line with how I think and how I feel and so forth. And I find that those people tend to be a little bit more attracted to me in terms of my ideas and, and you know the things that I have to say and so forth. And so I'm sort of feeling like I'm kind of un, unwittingly, uh, obviously I'm I'm witting now, but have been sort of making this transition to doing more freelance stuff. Those videos tend to get more traction. Those videos tend to get more views and people liking them and, 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 and ultimately selling more of my products and services and so forth, which again, this is a business, right? So anyway, I don't know what that means going forward for the podcast. Maybe we'll go that route. But of, of course, if you're one of those people who's in that situation, like, I want to hear from you. I want to talk to you. You're the person that I feel like I, I, I really want to connect with and then try and help and, and so forth. So definitely, definitely get in touch with me. Uh, let me know what you're thinking if you're in that realm. Again, as I mentioned in the last episode, podcast at johnmorrisonline.com is the email address specifically for you guys listening to the audio version of the podcast here. So I shouldn't even say audio version to the podcast. There's no video version of the podcast anymore. So with that said, let me sort of, I think that that sort of leads into the question that I got from Wim over on Patreon, which uh, I want to go through here today. So he says, hey, I feel like I'm slowly just starting to go into circles. So I'm just going to ask, I need, I need to be going self-employed and want to, too. As employers here have a list consisting of AngularJS, 245, uh, React, Vue, Node, .NET, and whatnot they can think of. And, and so I think what he's saying is is that you know, a lot of the employers, employers are going down a sort of technology route that he doesn't necessarily want to go down. And again, that's sort of everything that I just said about the difference uh, between freelance, the sort of the freelance market and the employer-employee sort of market that I think that sort of speaks to that and why that is and why that might be happening and why that still doesn't mean that something like PHP is is dead. It's just sort of shifting. Like WordPress is a good example. The WordPress market is primarily freelance and building your own stuff, like a plugin or a theme or whatever. It's a huge, viable, sophisticated, growing market, even though the actual tech job side of it isn't necessarily all that big or sophisticated. Like that's not the thing when it comes to WordPress that people do. They either build their own th- plugin or theme or they do freelance work and they, or they start their own web shop. Working at a web shop is, I mean, it's there, but it's not the big part of the market. So just because something is solely sort of, or the dominant part of it is is moving towards the freelance sort of side of things doesn't mean that that means it's dying. WordPress is actually growing. So 
Well, again, uh, I think that speaks to what he's saying here. But he continues, if you were to start out knowing HTML, CSS, and JavaScript to a reasonable extent, don't know if there are tests for that, what would you recommend? Right now I'm thinking of hand coding, not necessarily from scratch, or employing a CMS I like, a CMS like WordPress. I'd like to get into gear on a really short term and be able to charge more as time goes by. So I've just posted a bit messy and confused. It's been interesting weeks lately. So, so what sort of struck me about this is it sort of sounds like it says I need to be going self-employed and then talks about the interesting uh, last few weeks. So probably some stuff going on with the employer and finding out in a position where I need to make a change. And let me just say, this is the one of the things about freelancing, why I it's so appealing to me and why I try to sort of push people to that route, even if, you know, they're not going to do it a hundred percent or they're going to do it for a while and then do something else like freelancing. It, it gives you a lot more control. Now there's a lot more responsibility. There's a lot more risk, but the, one of the things that I think is sort of a fool's gold when it comes to the tech job is this idea of job security. Yes, yeah, certainly for periods of time, there can be more security than freelancing. Like freelancing every month, you got to get, go out and get work. You got to, you got to put in the work to get out there. And there's possible that you could go into a month and nobody hires you. Like that could happen. But even with a tech job, like a lot of people sort of tend to, I think, put too much stock on the job security part of that thing. It can all change in an instant, especially if you're in that, the, the sort of the startup aspect of freelancing. Like those startups come and go. I mean, they die. They, they, they rise and they die, you know, fast, about as fast as anything. So to go banking too much on that and getting too sold on the job security part of that, I think can be a little bit of fool's gold. And when you're in that, the big thing about that sort of situation is you don't really have any control, right? If you work for a company, you're sort of under their you're, you're attached to them. You don't necessarily aren't the one making the business decisions and they can make dumb business decisions that ultimately affect you that have nothing to do with your skill as a coder. Whereas with freelance, you're running your own business. You're in control and you're the one making the business decision. So if you, at least if you make a dumb business decision, you can say, I made that decision my bad. I won't do that again. And you can learn from it and grow and you have more control over it. And so again, this sort of is, this question is, I think some proof towards why I, again, I think freelancing is, is a good route to go. I, I, I hesitate to use the word better. I just think they're a little bit different, but certainly fits more with me. And I think certain people out there, maybe you listening to this. So uh, again, this idea of I need to be going self-employed, I think that's a good way to start thinking. In terms of if I were to start out, like what would I do? I know you basically know front-end technologies like HTML, uh, CSS, and JavaScript. I mean, I think the first thing is to to continue to grow your 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 skill set. So I think ultimately moving towards being more quote-unquote full stack and learning some of those back-end things is going to serve you really well. But I, I, I've done a sort of a, I did a video on this a while back on my YouTube channel where I talked about, somebody asked me the question, is front end development still vi uh, viable? And if you go on, uh, you know, if you do the job thing, if you go on Indeed, there's, there's, and do JavaScript, 
uh, search for things like JavaScript or React or Vue or, or those so- sorts of things, which are JavaScript uh, related sort of front end framework type things, you're going to find uh, jobs over there, a decent amount. I think JavaScript had quite a fit, few 10,000 or so. But if you go on Upwork, you're going to find those as well for freelancing stuff. So the point is, is there certainly is a market for that sort of thing. I think it's it, it's obvious that there's a bigger market for someone who knows sort of the full stack. But when you talk about things like WordPress, so for example, you know, there absolutely is something to be said for someone who like the design part of things. Like I know people who are just purely designers in the WordPress space. That's all they do. They don't really know how to code or any of that sort of thing. And a lot of it isn't even HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. It's just Photoshop. And they make designs for people and that's what they do. And that's their job and they make good money doing it. I also know people who they they're they're point and clickers, right? They don't know how to code, but they know how to use WordPress really well. They know different themes to use. They know how to use those themes, different plugins. They know how to set it all up and so forth. And they sort of position themselves as virtual assistants. And but what they actually do is build WordPress websites for clients using built-in tools, not coding and so forth, right? So there absolutely is that market as well. And those people make really good money. Matter of fact. For a lot of my freelancing career, I knew how to code and I knew how to write plugins. And most of my projects would have some sort of me having to write some sort of PHP and WordPress code plugin, maybe editing the theme, so forth, etc. But a lot of it was just installing WordPress, installing these plugins, installing this theme, point and click, etc. So if you take something like that as a base... Right. And and then you can add in, hey, I do know HTML, CSS and JavaScript, so I can add in and tweak and do these little things there. I believe certainly there is a market uh, for that. The thing that you have to do is the thing that I sort of harp on all the time that people kind of like, all right, dude, I've heard it a thousand times. But you need to focus less on languages, more on end results. Right. You need to figure out what are end results that you can uh, that you can build for people that people actually want. So you got to do some research. Mine was membership sites. It could be, an, you know, e-commerce is a really big thing right now. Going in and learning WooCommerce and getting really good at WooCommerce and figuring out, hey, you need to add these extensions and it costs this much, but these are going to do all of these things. I'll set them up all for you. Here's the theme that we're going to use. I'm going to tweak the theme in this way. You should lay it out this way because this is what is going to make people want to buy your stuff and like diving into all of that, all of which you could do with very, very minimal coding and and you appealing in ways more to the business side of stuff where you're you're not just helping them write code, you're actually helping them set up their site in a way that helps them to sell more of their products. Like learning that stuff or knowing that stuff, I mean, again, I 100% believe there is value in that. And then on top of that, Oh, if I need to tweak some CSS or some JavaScript, I can do that too. So again, there there's people out there, there are potential clients out there all over the place that will pay for this kind of stuff. I've seen it over and over and over again. I have a couple of friends of mine that have two, two or three really big name clients and that's all they do for them. Every time that client creates a new product, uh, a new information product, they set up the site for it and they set up those sites sort of really, really uh, very similar 
site after site after site. They these people aren't these actual people aren't uh, designers themselves, but they have a designer that they hire and work with. It's the same designer they work with every time they do this. So they basically are building the same site using the same designer, using the same tools over and over and over and over again. And that's all they do. And it's for like two or three clients. And that's how they make their living. So again, all of this stuff is sort of possible, but you you sort of have to understand the approach. If you're doing freelancing, the number one thing I can tell you is clients care about the end result, not how you got there. Ultimately, there will be some sort of caveats and they may be, hey, I want to make sure and use WordPress or I want to make sure not use WordPress or this, that, the other. Like there'll be some of that. But at the end of the day, what they care about is what does their site look like? How does it work? You know, do, is it is it stable and reliable and all that sort of stuff? Not, hey, do you, did you write any CSS when you built this? Or, you know, did you tweak that JavaScript code over there the way that uh, it uh, properly or whatever? Like that's not that's just not the way that they think. It's just <laughs> they don't really care when it comes to that sort of thing. So. Again, that would that would be my answer is yes, it's absolutely possible uh, for you to do that sort of thing. And what I would do is get really clear on the kind of end results that you want to deliver, figure out what sort of uh, package of technologies you need to bring together, whether that includes WordPress or it doesn't. You're going to do some hand coding. You're going to use something else, whatever. Figure out what sort of package of products uh, or, or, or tools you're going to bring together to do that and what you are going to become known for within that particular industry you know for me i i was sort of just known known as being the go-to guy because of sort of my position at a particular uh with a particular company and some things that i had done for them and so forth i just was kind of like the membership uh membership site whisperer so to speak and if someone wanted something uh done that they were having a problem with or they were just something that was different that they couldn't just install the plugins and do themselves. I was sort of that guy. That's what I became known for. So what are you going to be known for? You know, how, how are you going to deliver on that sort of stuff? And again, focusing really, really heavily uh, on end results. And then just, I mean, honestly, getting to the emotional side of it, just having the guts to go for it. Like freelancing takes guts. It takes, uh, it takes taking risks. It takes, uh, trusting your intuition and all those sorts of things, you really have to sort of buy into all of that. There's no, there's no script to follow. There's no roadmap laid out for you. It's, it's sort of, you have to tackle it, embrace it and enjoy the game of it as much as you do enjoy the results of it. So, uh, that again, that would be my advice on all of this. So, that's pretty much what I wanted to go through in uh, this episode. Like I said, if you guys have questions or, or things you want to throw at me, by all means, you can uh, hit them up, hit me up at podcast at johnmorrisonline.com. Also, let me do my sort of shame, shameless plug. If you guys like what's happening on the podcast, I'd appreciate if you would support the show, uh, become a supporting listener of the show at John Morris or at johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon. That helps me to sort of continue to do this so I don't have to go back to doing client work. I can focus on helping you and, and delivering these podcasts and delivering all the tutorials and stuff uh, that I do. But you also are going to get access to all of my current and future courses as a Patreon uh, member over there as a supporting listener. So there's a ton of benefit for it in it for you as well. It's only 10 bucks a month. 
Um, and I generally release, I don't necessarily hard say this, but generally release about a, uh, a new course about every month. So, uh, again, I'd really appreciate if you would do that. Of course, if, uh, you're just listening to the show and you're not subscribed, you can, uh, subscribe, uh, with <laughs> inside of whatever app you're listening to, but also you can head on over to John Morris show.com and you can find all the links for subscribing on, uh, Android iTunes, tune in, soon to be uh, the new YouTube channel that I'm going to create for this and all of that. There you also find all of the past episodes uh, as well. And finally, if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes, I would really, really appreciate that. I will also give you module one of my PHP 101 course for free uh, if you would do that and just leave me an honest review. All the details on that and how to get that free module you can find at johnmorrisshow.com. Just click on the Start Here link at the top. All right, that'll do it for this episode. I'm excited to be doing this audio-only version again like this. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear from you. And as always, thanks for listening.